The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and look at your Astros out there breathing orange fire. And he's back in the league, at least for now. Let's do it. It's a Thursday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. There's also Twitter. At Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. What is the number? Uh, What is it? Seven something or other. I don't know. Um, You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Thursday. Hell, the weekend's here for the... For the most part. Hell yeah, Bubba. All right. Uh, well on our way. First Bubba at 401. Is that the new Belch? Uh, well, Bubba? no, we keep keep track with both of them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Bubba's and Belches. It's kind of what the show's about these days. It really is. That's all it should be about, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, do we need anything Ooh, else? Everything else is wasting time. Now, we could break down how uh, how good the Texans' offensive line's going to be. I heard, heard you guys talking about that today. Why, why do you put yourself through it? <laughs> It's okay. I heard the show before them talking about what will the Texans be if Deshaun actually decides to play quarterback, and one of those guys over there said, oh, they'll win at least nine games if he's playing quarterback this year. Oh, okay. Who said that? Uh, a guy who has alliteration for his on-air name. Landry Locker said that? I believe so. I don't recognize his voice 100%, but I guarantee it wasn't John Lopez, because Lopez was like, they won four games with him last year, and the roster's not better. No. What a weird thing to say. Uh, you got, Man, I think they're God a borderline wild card team if if Deshaun Watson plays next year. Did you know that? No, stop it. Yeah, I'm glad that I, I've you know I've never accepted an opportunity to work at six ten. Um, that just doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> Even when I worked at the Longhorn Station, I didn't play that game. Of course, they tried to get me fired. Uh, but. I just can't do it. I can't make I can't make stuff up to make the home team sound better than they are. That's why it's good for us to only talk Astros because they're the only home team that's actually worth a bleep. So, you know, I can say nice stuff about them and not have to lie. Yeah. So I'm I'm all about it. But if you try to get me to try to get me to lie, you know, to like like the Texans or like the Rockets and the direction they're moving, I can't do it. Well, I mean, I, I don't hate the direction of the Rockets. There's just nothing to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we knew they had to tank. By the way, that horse I gave everybody on Twitch yesterday just won by a mile. Oh, yeah? First race at San Houston. boy. Yeah. a boy. Yeah. Now the only question is, did I get a long shot in second? So, uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's just, look, I get it. They're supposed to manufacture things. That's, that's, that's what they do. And, and I, I kind of, I'm always curious how they keep coming up with stuff and you know, I listen to the topics. I'm like, really, really? So yeah, we can talk about your Astros today because they're winning five to two, but I wanted to talk about 
something. I, I need, um, honestly, I need the people to explain something to me because I I don't get it, and you know I, I don't I, I don't really want to. I mean, I have an opinion on it, obviously. What I don't get is why there's so much resistance to Tim Tebow getting a job. I mean, I heard I heard the morning show talking about that a bit this morning, and they were saying you should feel good about it because it means the Jags aren't aren't being serious. They're not taking things seriously, and I kind of disagree. And not because I think Tim Tebow is anything special. I, I mean, I I don't know what he can do at tight end. I know he's a an elite athlete. I mean, I, I poo pooed the idea of him playing baseball, and it turns out he he could play a little bit, but. We we looked at the Jags tight end depth chart. Yeah. There's nothing that says Tim Tebow doesn't belong on this team as a tight end. Now if the if the Jags had a couple tight ends that were worth a damn, it would feel like a wasted roster spot, but the T- Tebow makes four tight ends for them. Let's say I mean it, a lot of teams carry three, so let's just say they're going to carry three. But one of them is probably primarily a special teams guy, but most teams carry three tight ends. Right. There is nothing that says Tim Tebow has no shot to break the top three of that group. And if he doesn't, no harm, no foul. They, don't, they He doesn't go into the season with the team, and that's not the end of the world. But... What they've got on their roster, they're not one of those guys do you feel like, oh, that, well, he's a lock to make it. They've got a bunch of junk there. So if Tim Tebow's you know, another piece of junk that they're going to measure up against each other, it's no crazier than the, the Texans bringing in Jeff Driscoll. Why? You already got a, a Ryan Finley. You already got one of those pieces of junk. What are you doing? Yeah, well, it's to me, it's no different than when, say, a team brings in a rugby player who's never played football. Yeah. And we see that all the time, right? You're looking basketball for players, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand why this this is. I know he's a polarizing dude. I don't really know why. I mean, I mean, I get some of it. He, he you know, he's always forces religion down people's throats, which is which can be irritating. But you know, so what? I mean, if the guy can play tight end, what the hell? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I just I need somebody to explain to me why it's a big deal and why they're so against this. If that's all right. Think about this. Now, this is like, I mean, I guess it's a a little different because this guy played the position. But when the Raiders took a shot with Darren Waller, who'd be, I mean, Darren Waller was like a a sixth or a seventh round pick by the Ravens. And and he was a a wide receiver at the time. He wasn't a, a tight end. He was a wide receiver. And, I mean, he hardly played. And he basically spent his entire time with the Ravens either on the IR or suspended because of drugs. And, I mean, we're talking about a guy who was into some serious drugs. So that, I mean, you're talking two, three years later, he comes out and and the Raiders give him a shot on the practice squad. Okay. Well, it turns out that was a great decision because now – Darren Waller, who they, they were like, well, like, he, maybe let's not try him at wide receiver. Let's try him at tight end. Now look at him. One of the best tight ends in the league. And there were probably people who said, why are they wasting a roster spot on this guy who's never played, who's a former wide receiver, who's a former junkie? I mean, I, the Texans have their own junkie, of course. 
But one fish, two fish. No, oh. that's 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 not the junkie. Oh, okay. No, the junkie. He he admits it. I'm gonna tell you about David Cully, who's a junkie. That's right. <laughs> and Darren Waller said, "I'm gonna tell you about Darren Waller, who's a junkie, who can play some tight end in the league." Now, Tim Tebow is not. Uh, he is not a junkie. He, well, he's a junkie for Jesus, you could say. Yeah. But why not? Why not take a chance on some upside that has literally no downside? The only downside is he's famous. That's what people have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to distract. I mean, distract from what? You were the worst team in the yeah, league last year. You won one like, game last year. <laughs> one God, game. Let, let us have some kind of publicity. I don't care what it's for. We're, you go 1-15, in 15, you're looking for like, even the local newspaper guys to be like, oh, they still have a team? Yeah, it'd be nice if you come out and covered us. Well, we got Tim Tebow. I'll be there immediately. Okay. Get some love. Yeah, Lamont so gets, says so you guys were cool when the Texans drafted a water polo guy at tight end. That, the difference is they used a third-round pick a third on that third-round pick. This is a free roll. This is It costs you nothing. There's no guarantee he makes a team. In fact, at this point, he's probably an underdog to make the team. But if he does, then, I mean, it's, it's found money. Yeah. Because you invested nothing. I, and I just don't see the downside. And a lot of people say, well... That a lot of people are mad because Kaepernick didn't get a chance, and he did. I didn't hear Kaepernick change positions. I, 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 th- to me, there's absolutely zero comparison to that. It's not like he's coming in as a quarterback. And he talked about it before when you know he was really stubborn when he was younger about, no, I'm just going to play quarterback. Because they talked about moving him to tight end, and he just refused to do it and went off and played baseball. Well, I guess after a few years of that, you realize, hey, man, I want to try to play. Yeah. I'll go ahead and, and give it a shot right. now. And listen, I mean, I don't know if you want to say that's to his detriment or what, that he was convinced he could play quarterback. And there's some people who would say that he did play quarterback in the league. Now, he was never great, but he won a playoff game. Like, you know. With one pass, basically. I mean. (laughs) His one completion. He was a a gimmick quarterback, which we kind of all thought he was to begin with. But, you know, I don't have a problem with letting the guy try to play. Yeah, I don't either. I would just... uh... Uh, I would say I, I want to hear why you object to it as long as it's not, well, he got a chance and Kaepernick didn't. That's that's a, a stale and tired argument. So I don't that if, if that's going to be your defense, then, you know, it's that that argument's dismissed. I uh, tried to watch a tenant today. Mm. I got through about an hour of it. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell's going on in that movie. I, you know what? I knew that was going to be the case. That's why I didn't. I haven't even started it. Uh, I, I mean, I really have no idea. And, and yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the whole thing, and then I'm gonna go back and read whatever the explanation is if it doesn't make sense by the end. But yeah, I I, I gotta tell you, I mean, I, I like Christopher Nolan, but remember yesterday I was telling you about that list of most confusing movies. All his movies. He's got like three of them on there. That anything yeah. that doesn't involve Batman is basically on that list. So yeah, Slopez says it was horrible and made zero sense. I, I, I'm hoping it makes sense by the next hour because I'm only like an hour. I'm, I think I'm an hour and twenty in on it. And the problem was I, I couldn't watch the whole thing because I was doing some work. And there's a reason I don't watch shows with subtitles while I'm working. Yeah, because you can't keep up. This one I had to keep watching because i had no clue what was going on <laughs> and it had nothing to do with subtitles so you're ill prepared today is that what you're saying No, i'm prepared i got i got my work done i mean i did all my show prep early and then just 
freshened up in my office here, but uh, uh, I'm behind on some other stuff. But yeah, you, you have to actually. Um, I've got to work today. Eh, no, nah, can't just no. have you carry. No, me. no, no, no. It's all fine. I, I'll, I'll carry. Okay, good. <laughs> I've, I've gotten accustomed to things being a certain way. No, no. I mean, I, I got all my my work done for the show. Uh, I did not get all my work done for the other stuff I was working on. So, but that's all right. I got tomorrow. All right, we are going to take a quick break. That's the only cool part is the Russian accent. <laughs> Even though I have no idea who he is or what he's doing. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. So I, here's a dissenting opinion to explain it, which what I asked for. I just think the Tebow signing is the sideshow and takes shine away from Lawrence. Just a weird distraction. Could it also take some pressure off of Lawrence? I mean, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. It seems like it could. It couldn't hurt. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could hurt, but if everybody. And by but, the way, but Trevor he, Lawrence, listen, the guy's head shine. Uh, he'll be all right if if he has a little bit less shine. Yeah, he ain't worried about that. That dude's trying to win football games, football sports matches. That's what he's about. Yeah. So uh, let's let's see what Steve has to say. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yep. Hey man, I just uh, this is an all-around vanilla call. I've been listening for a long time. I just moved back to Houston a couple years ago, and so uh, AJ, congrats on the new the new gig. Thank you, man. Uh, Fred, uh, Fred, I know we'll, we'll miss the two of you together, but Fred, I know you'll continue on. So uh, looking forward to what the future holds, man. I, I want to call in and just chime in on Tebow. Man, I'm agreeing with you both. Uh, the guy's an athlete. He's polarizing. I mean, imagine if someone said Johnny Manziel signed with a, with a uh, with a team right now to play spot right receiver. People would be going nuts. But Tebow, he's, he's a bad guy. Why? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. He's an athlete. He's proven himself. National championship, pedigree. And he's going to go play for a guy who knows him well. I mean, it makes no sense why people would just be angry about this guy. It makes no sense. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I'll hang up listen. Thanks, AJ. <laughs> man. Thank you, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the vitriol with it. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's where I am with it. I, I mean, it's like, okay, if, if he sucks, he sucks. If, if he sucks, you can just laugh at the Jags. Yeah. But, like... Being angry at the Jags is just—it's odd to me. Um, the Tebow—I mean, the, the Manziel comparison—is is apt because. Well, I mean, well, remember, if, Mac wanted him to play safety. What if he decided he was going to come back and try to play safety? Yeah, would he be any worse than those donkeys that the uh, Texans are trotting out there? I can't imagine he would be. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good—that's a good comparison. I mean, those are the two guys who had the most hype and were the the least amount of bang that. Like the least amount of delivery on the hype, yeah. Uh, but I think everybody realized. Well, not everybody realized. Uh, most people realized. Almost all people realized with Tebow that it was going to take a perfect storm for him to work. Uh, and I think most sensible people realized that the the Johnny Football uh, playbook of 
take the snap and run around until something happens. Yeah, until uh, like, Evans gets open and just yeah, throw it up in the air. That doesn't always work at, at the NFL level, but you know, it was it was worth a shot, I guess. Uh, it it just doesn't. It, I'm not upset about it because if if the guy can't play, he's not going to make the team. And if if you're telling me like if they do have some kind of a package for him, like they did with Taysom Hill, like, okay. what's Who's the the kid that went to Oklahoma? Uh, Blake Bell. Bell. Yeah. yeah. What's to say you can't put in a goal line package where Tim Tebow does the little jump throw or something like that or, or plows through? Like, dude, if you score a couple touchdowns with that kid in, in, in the over the course of the season, it's a win. Because, again, zero investment. Now, if you were the Broncos and you used a first-round pick on yeah. him, and then after year three, you're like, well, let's try to turn him into a tight end, and then it doesn't work, well, you look like an idiot because you spent a first-round pick on a guy who can't play football in the league at all. But Urban Meyer's thinking, you know what? I, I know this dude. If I, if I, And by the way, who are we to question what Urban Meyer can do? Like, <laughs> the guy's, he's got a pretty good, pretty good track record as a coach, all right? So if he thinks he sees something in, in Tim Tebow that can, he can use, I'm going to give him a chance to prove it. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't understand it. And, and here's another reason. I think people are mad about Tebow because someone else could get a shot in his spot, and most people think he's not actually going to get a spot, so it's wasted. Like I said, look at the look at the roster. Look at the depth chart of tight ends. One of them is a, a basketball player who's who never played football, who's who's just trying to make something happen. I mean, it's it's a, a who's who of nobodies. So there, he's in the same group as all these guys who you who you could argue, well, he's taking somebody's spot. I mean, there's they've got three spots to give out. Like they've got four guys in the tight end room right now with three spots. You have I, to put at least one tight end on, out on the field, or else yeah. you're kind of dumb. Well, yeah, some some guys go with spread, you know, four wides and things and, like that. And guess what? If Tebow doesn't work out. And let's say multiples of these guys don't work out. They'll cut them, and then they'll bring it. Because the Jags, I don't think, are going to be the first team to say, you know what, we're eliminating tight end. We're like, it's, I don't think it's quite to fullback level yet where the Texans, yeah. Texans were like the last team to get rid of fullback for some reason. Uh, but I, I still think that tight end is a valuable position in the league. So my guess is that the Jags aren't going to go, ah, let's just punt on, let's punt on tight end. No, they'll bring someone in who deserves a shot, and they'll find the best guy. And the whole he's taking somebody's place thing, you realize how many players are on a team's roster right now? A lot. 90. Yeah. 90. Uh, if you're not good enough to be one of 90 in the league somewhere, then you know I, I don't think your shot is going to work out for you. But that's just me. I, I'm, I'm listening, though. I'm listening. I'm listening. I still don't understand the anger. And look, I don't, I, I've long said I don't like the way Tebow tries to push his religion on people. I'm not a fan of that at all. I never have been. And I, I'm not, I'm not a shut up and play guy. I'm just, hey, do you want to thank God for your victory? Great. But don't start pushing it on me because I really don't want to hear it. Yeah. But I also think he's a decent dude. Yeah. And nothing against him personally. And, you know, it's, He's a uh, he's a pretty good athlete. See if it works. If it doesn't, oh well. You guys will find. I don't understand why people get so mad over the littlest things these days. It, it, it's just it, it baffles me. 
I'm baffled. First world problems. Baffling. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so this is what we're going to get upset about. How I, bad is your life? Yeah, you well. You're mad about Tim Tebow? Well, it's funny to me that people get as angry about things as they do. And Twitter is the home of anger. And the text line is kind of the home of anger. But hey, you know, if it's if that's what you get worked up over, so be it. Just not important enough to me. Kevin, what's up? Kevin. Hello. Hello. Hey, sports. Hi. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to get in on the Tebow talk just for a little bit. I don't think it's a, like a quote-unquote anger as much as it's for, for fans. Or at least for me in general, it's, a, it's, it's kind of an annoyance of not wanting to see the spread off, which I don't think the Jaguars are going to do, but what I've heard the most is that uh, Urban Meyer was going to step away from the game, but the only reason he came back is because he gets a chance to work with Trevor Lawrence as a spread offense quarterback and going to bring the spread offense to the NFL. And I think a lot of guys just don't want to see uh, the game change into uh, a spread offense, a spread offense league like college football as opposed to the pro offense that they're watching now. And I think that Tebow is eventually going to end up under center, or not under center, but, you know, take a snap and running some kind of spread offense along with Trevor Lawrence, and it's just going to look like a funky offense to go on one seat. And I think that's the anger or annoyance you are having. I don't think that that's what's going to happen, but if it does, I'll get annoyed just as much as everyone else will. I don't jump in here on one thing first off. Uh, I hate to break it to you. The spread offense is already in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and that's I, why Cliff Kingsbury got hired. And don't be surprised if Urban Meyer's running some iteration of it. But I don't think Tebow has a lot to do with that. I mean, that's no different than Taysom Hill playing quarterback for the, nope. the Saints. And by the way, the Saints spread things out quite a bit too. So, um, yeah, I don't get that one. I, I don't, you know. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's an effort. You made an effort. Yep. Still not getting it, but that's all right. It's all right. I appreciate you guys trying. Yeah, I, and Roberts has spread offense all over the NFL. Oh, yeah, it is. And that's just uh, – and that's been happening. That's why guys like Baker Mayfield are finally you know, getting a chance to play quarterback and getting drafted highly. And Kyler Murray. I mean, that's – teams have, have put that in because – Deshaun Watson, for that matter, they played a lot of spread. Uh, just WJ – uh, WJ, WJ13 on, on Twitter says, because it's a joke, name one defensive end in the division that doesn't win a one-on-one versus Tebow. How about any defensive end on the Texans? I'm not I'm not making a bet that they that they yeah, win a one-on-one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe Shaq Lawson. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel and, good about that. And you know what? Most tight ends, it's pretty, it's only a few times a game where they're out there one-on-one against a defensive end. And a lot of times they're they're doubling or... They're chipping, but you know it does happen. But it's it's not all that uh, it's not all that common. So you know, and, and who knows, man? Who knows? All right, I got to tell you about TGS Insurance. If you are looking for a way to save money on your homeowner's insurance, uh, TGS that's the way to do it, and they they can save you money very very quickly, fifteen seconds or less. You text the word money. 23 23 23 they'll ask for your address they've already shopped 
your rates. They know what you could be paying. Uh, you send them your address, and within 15 seconds, you're going to have a full and firm quote right there in your inbox. And if you like it, tell them, hey, let's do it. They'll take care of the back end. They'll take care of the hassle and the paperwork, get you refunded on your old policy so you can start saving money right away. The average customer is saving over $900 a year. I saved over $1,000 a year. If you don't like it, well, delete and, and then move on with your day. Not, nothing else is lost except that 15 seconds that it took you to get that quote. No big deal. But chances are good you're going to save some money. Why wouldn't you check it out? A-rated insurance only. That's TGS Insurance. Text MONEY to 232323. My name is Bob Lee, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. All right, we'll do one more on this and then we'll move on. I didn't mean to open up a... uh, deep discussion on this i just was honestly i'm just curious where the anger's coming from and and i haven't really gotten the uh the answer i've been looking for uh maybe david will have it what's up david hey guys sports sports um i think aj also congratulations on making this a lot congratulations thank you you, man i really feel and i'm i I purpose this i'm hispanic so i didn't really bother me anyway but I really feel the hate he's getting is because he's a white person. He's a white athlete. He has this wholesome look about him. His wholesome, everything's wholesome about him. And the reason why I'm saying it's his race is because I've literally seen black athletes, football players, current and former, bring up his race. They hate him because he's a white quarter. He's a white player. He got apparently they feel like he got some free pass or whatever. But what bothers me is. There's not one player sitting on the couch right now, or that was in his position, that would say no to a tryout for a National League football team. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It, I really feel it's because he's white, and I really feel that they feel like it was just handed to him. And, and if someone's going to be mad, be mad at the Jaguars. Don't be mad at Tebow. Tebow would be stupid to say no rather than say yes. And I know it's a touchy subject about race. But like I said, this is just my opinion. I really feel because he's a white quarterback or a white athlete, and this position just happened to fall into his lab, or he probably even earned it. I mean, like you said, if it fails, it fails. But I can't blame Tebow. He's running with the ball, and he's doing what he can do. But I really feel it's because of his race. And if I'm totally wrong, hey, he's a pie in my face, and I'll shut up and listen. But y'all have a great day, and AJ, again, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure if race plays into it. I mean, I, I, the guy, the guy's a former first-round draft pick. The guy's a two-time national champion in college. I, I, I don't think anyone questions that he's an elite athlete, white, black, purple. I, I, I really do think that people are frustrated because they think he's getting an opportunity only because of his name. And he might be, but the the real question becomes, will the Jags keep him? And if they do, is it only because of his name? Because that's when it starts to become a mistake. 
Like if they're only keeping him because they, they want to and, – and really, you know what? Even then, the Jags aren't winning anything this year anyway. The Jags hey, aren't hey, – Hey, don't say that. Don't say that. I mean, let's just be honest for a second. The Jags aren't going to be a playoff team this year. They won one game last year. God forbid they use one of their 53 roster spots to sell some merch and get some people interested in their team. It wouldn't be the dumbest thing. Now, if the Titans were doing it or the Colts were doing it, teams that are presumably going to be in a, a playoff chase, I'd, I'd have more questions about it if they kept him only for name brand, like if he sucks and they, and they still keep him. But in this situation, I can't hate on him for doing it. You know, if the if the Texans said, "Hey, we got we're going to use one of our fifty three uh, roster spots. We're going to bring in, uh, I don't know, give give me somebody who who would make a big buzz. Uh, uh, we're going to bring in Prince Harry, uh, the, the British, the former British royal. He's going to be our backup long snapper. And the, and the people are like, oh my god, he's going to play in the NFL. Like, okay, well you're using your fifty third spot." Basically, just to get some some buzz around your team, you ain't going anywhere anyway. So if Prince Harry can't long snap, big deal. But it, again, if if you're a team that's competing, you're less likely to to keep someone for that reason. I, I just can't blame the Jags really for anything right now. I'm not really appreciating this uh, Jaguar hate. I'm not hating. I'm just letting yeah, you know. Just, just like you, you might be in for a for a long. Uh, kind of feel like uh, you're disrespecting Trevor Lawrence and the Beak. You're disrespecting Urban Meyer, and now the rest of the team is pretty much Texans level. Yeah, but I, I just, I, I just was trying to figure out why people are so worked up over it, and yeah, I, I just, I think most people kind of get it. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it a little bit here. Jerome just texted me Vince Young to the Texans is the exact comparison, and you would be roasting them, and they would deserve it. Here, well, there. In one way, the difference is Tim Tebow. I saw him today. He's yoked. He is in football shape right now. I saw Vince Young three or four weeks ago. He, right tackle. He, he he looks like a guard. I mean, he is a he he's a tubby boy right now. Now, here's the other side of that, though. If you tell me they're bringing in Vince Young to play in the secondary. I'm not saying he can't make it. Look at this. Look at the Texans secondary. There's a good chance Vince Young could come out there if Vince Young were in shape. Now, the way Vince Young is built right now, there's no chance. But if Vince Young were in football shape and he said, hey, I'm going to try out at safety for the Texans. Okay. Because guess, guess how many good safeties are on the Texans right now? Like one. Maybe one. Maybe one. <laughs> so maybe. Let's see it. Maybe a better comparison would be the Texans signing Usain Bolt to play wide receiver. I, well, that would be exciting. Yeah. I think we'd all want to see yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I, I would want to see it. That's what people want to see Tim Tebow and see what he can do, and it's going to put butts in the seats for the first couple first of preseason time, games. First time he makes a catch, though, and gets popped over the middle, I'm pretty sure he'd be... Uh, He's just going to be Randy Moss. He's going to have one route. <laughs> <laughs> it's that go route. Uh, here's, a, here's a really good point, because it kind of plays into something we've talked about with the, uh, with the local team on Kirby. People are also overlooking the business aspect of it regarding Tebow on the roster. He will bring ticket and merchandise. That's what sales. I'm saying. What's for wrong, team, what's wrong with that considering it's Jacksonville on a bad team? How many Tebow jerseys do you think will be in the stands? A bunch. Yep. It's, we, we can't even find one Texan worthy of buying a jersey for. 
Yeah, I mean that's 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 money they can make off of that. Davis Mills. Mm. No, we went through them all. Maybe Brandon Cooks. Maybe. Maybe Justin Reed. Half people don't even know what number he wears. Zach Cunningham. You gonna wear a Zach Cunningham jersey? That's uh. So why not? But man, I was in queue for a PlayStation Five, and I was eleven minutes away, and I just got the note that they're sold out for the day. Oh. So I just, I just can't catch a break these days, Fred. I'm telling you. Yeah. Out of curiosity, I went to the NFL team shop for the Texans, and it is sorted. I went to jerseys sorted by top sellers. The first two are customizable jerseys. <laughs> okay. So the third Toro. actually has a real name on it. Yeah. You want to guess who that name is? Now, it's on sale. It's probably, uh, well, if it's on sale, it's probably Deshaun. I think they cut the price on him. It's probably Fuller. Negative. JJ, JJ? Watt. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has one, two, three, four, five, six of the top nine jerseys. Oh boy. So who's the who's the other player on the list who's not retired? Because I'm sure people are still buying Johnson jerseys. Uh well, the top nine, it's six Watts and three customizable. Then you get to ten, which would be Watson, which hasn't been cut yet. Eleven would be Arian Foster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'd rather have an Arian Foster jersey than anybody on that team. 12 is customizable. 13 is a Liberty White Watson. 14, Jadavian Clowney. Wow. Yeah, no, there's no current Texans that anyone cares about. Mark Ingram, they have a Mark Ingram jersey. No, no one's buying that jersey. How far do you have to go before you see David Johnson? Uh, He's right next to Mark Ingram. Okay. Oh, my God. If you're wearing a David Johnson jersey, you better be related to him. That's that's the only reason, right? So, um, they're maybe, selling Charles Amenahue jerseys. He might have uh, he might have won you a fantasy championship in 2014. You don't know. That's mm, probably true. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think uh, that that's a big part of it. I, I guarantee you'd sell a bunch of those here in Houston. All right, let's try Jack. What's up, Jack? Turn your radio down, Jack. Sports, guys. Hey, Jack. Sports. Uh, so, well, my my opinion on the Tebow thing and why people might be so frustrated is, at least for me, it's that now I know until they decide to either give him a spot on the roster or cut the guy, I'm going to have to listen to my favorite station talk about Tebow all the time, and the mothership ESPN is going to be headlines of Tebow nonstop until we get an answer on if he's actually going to make the roster or not. Um, I think he's had his time in uh, the spotlight, and I look forward to seeing him get cut and not, hopefully not having to hear about him anymore. Thanks, guys. Yeah, All right. yeah, I, I want to make it clear we're not gonna we're not gonna do twenty four seven Tebow. I just I I, I hope he makes it honestly. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna. It's not like he's gonna be a topic here every day. Now I can't speak for ESPN because they're looking for. Oh yeah, for for national ESPN, he's gonna be a topic every day on some on yeah. in some way. I, I I don't know about you. I, I'm in the. I, I think Tim Tebow is, if not the best, one of the two or three best. Oh, what are the Astros doing? Uh, uh, college quarterbacks ever, and that makes him that makes him of interest to me. 
Like, I, I, I want to see how he turns out. And did I know he was probably going to bust out as a quarterback? Yes, I did. Do I know he's probably going to bust out as a tight end? Yes, I do. But to say that he's already had his shot, and I, I don't know. Like, when you're, when you're that great at something that you do, you, you'll get a second chance and, and a third chance. It's just the way it goes. Unless, unless you burn a bunch of bridges while you're doing it, like John Football did. Yeah. Like John Football, he, he basically made it where he was untouchable. And Tim Tebow... <laughs> Well, you know, while he he didn't have the success that he wanted to have on the football field, he never he never turned people off from from him. He, he never like he never made it go. Oh, I I don't want this guy around our clubhouse ever again. Like, no, he's a good dude. Yeah, I think the only thing that uh, you know him not wanting to move at the time, you know, and just insisting that he was a quarterback, and I think. That rubs some people the wrong way. There's a lot of people who right. do that, though. Yeah. And, I mean, Vince yeah. Young, they asked him to move. They, they asked him yeah. Tebow to move. They asked Bob Griffin to move. There was a bunch of guys. And listen, the, all of these guys, at the end of the day, almost all of them say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my shot. Um, so I, I can't blame them. All right. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. And uh, when we get back... I've got some, uh, oh, there's a nice catch <laughs> made up, made up for the, uh, well, not quite cause they're not out of the inning yet, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you what your former president said about UFOs. All right. I can't wait. And you know, now, now is the time to start paying attention to us ancient astronaut theorists. I'm, I'm just saying, because everybody's talking about it now. Uh, and everybody's talking about lawyer Dave and lawyer Dave's not here because you know what lawyer Dave's doing? He's, uh, chopping the insurance companies down to size right now. He's in a depot. And uh, he's probably winning because that's what he does. And if you've been in any kind of an accident, 18-wheeler, car, uh, and I know everybody's back on the road, so accidents are happening again. Well, if you get in an accident, first thing you do is take pictures, and then you call Lawyer Dave. Uh, and if you, you wound up with a bad hospital experience, call Lawyer Dave. He practices everywhere in Texas. He doesn't charge a dime for his consultation. You don't pay any money out of pocket until you win your case. And the cool thing about that is if uh, you're injured, in the accident, you need to get medical attention. Guess what? They're going to take care of it for you. They'll even get an Uber to send you there. And he doesn't get paid a dime until you win. So he's based here in Houston. And if you need a lawyer in any kind of these situations, give him a call because he's happy. If, it, uh, if it's not something he does, he's happy to put you with somebody who will do it. 713-626-8900 or on Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw or LawyerDave.com. Or you can always just hit, hit me up. If you need a lawyer, you better dial Dave. We could be legends after all. This is the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 
So uh, next segment, I'd like to talk a little bit about the basketball last night because there were a couple things that happened that were interesting. But right now, I missed out on the uh, the Astros game. Uh, here was a, a a hell of a game that the uh, that old Zach Grinky pitched. I missed yep. it because I was watching basketball yeah. matches. Eight uh, eight strong innings for Grinky. So uh, kind of gets back to what I was talking about yesterday. That uh, you know if they can get Framber back to some portion of what he was. They're gonna have a pretty good one two three punch, assuming you know. Grinky can keep doing this and assuming McCullough stays healthy, which would be a first. But um, apparently, I I don't know who James Corden is. Apparently, he's the late, late show. Yeah, so I he's guess, a British guy. So I guess if you're a, a former president twice removed, you don't get to go on Colbert and those guys. You get pushed back to James Corden. That's surprising, but hey. <laughs> well, um, but he said that... Uh, he said, when I came into office, I asked, is there the lab somewhere where we're keeping the alien specimens and spaceship? They did a little bit of research, and the answer is no. But what is true, and I'm actually being serious here, is there are, there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. Uh, I can't tell you about it. Okay, so also coming out today, if you don't trust him, which a lot of you don't, the former head of the Pentagon's UFO program, which they finally admitted existed, has claimed the U.S. government is in possession of, quote, exotic material from mysterious vehicles. <laughs> Luis Elizondo uh, ran the program from 2007 until 2012. Now, it doesn't say in here. I'm just guessing this guy's writing a book. Just guessing. But he said he believed it was true that there was physical evidence of the existence of UFOs and called on the U.S. government to be more transparent about it. And uh, this was with Tucker Carlson. He says, is there debris or materials from any of these vehicles? And he said, the United States government is in possession of exotic material. Ooh, vibranium? And I'll leave it at that. Man, if they got vibranium. Man. What's, what's the one from uh, uh, the stupid blue people show? Was it like unobtainium or something like that? Um... Yeah, that's a pretty cheesy name if it is. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, so as an ancient astronaut theorist, I call on these people to produce actual evidence because I haven't seen it. And you know, you can say it's there, but like even Shaq's talking about UFOs. Everybody's talking about UFOs now. Is it because? We've decided our planet is so bleeped up that we really hope somebody else comes and takes it over. Maybe so. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, but anyway, there ain't that much that element one one fifteen, which now exists apparently. So, yeah, it's uh, I I, I kind of get the feeling everybody's trolling <laughs> because there's so many Netflix specials now about UFOs. Yeah, and they're all over the place. So I'm I'm sure that. When when the former president is saying, I'm being serious here, he's not being serious. That's my guess as well. And, and I'm pretty sure that this guy who's in charge of the UFO Center is really probably just some CIA dude who's going to sell a book. There's a base hit by the little guy. Somebody said 60 Minutes did a story on it last Sunday. It was really good. Is it? Yeah, okay. It's one thing for me to watch Ancient Aliens or Hangar 1. Uh, when 60 Minutes is doing it, aren't they supposed to be legitimate? They are. Hmm. Okay. 
I'm I'm I don't know. I don't I did not see it. Because as much as I, I love to talk about this stuff, don't really uh really <laughs> buy it. Uh Boomtown asked, any local remotes in the near future? I'd like to have a beer or buy around for chocolate braveheart and the falcon. Uh, I don't know that we have any scheduled, but we're going to do a few live road shows. Uh, but Todd and the Todd was calling it the sales staff or with the sales staff the other day, the AJ quits tour. Um, I don't know that that's, it, I they were like, we're going to make t-shirts and everything. I suggested the farewell tour, a- but a- AJ's a quitter tour. Well, that, that doesn't sound like a great tour for me, but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be out and about a few times, uh, over the next couple months, yeah, just nothing, uh, nothing locked in as of yet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if the AJ quits tour is really uh, that doesn't seem fair. Mm. Is that a double play? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was just one. Oh, okay, because he caught it oh, before okay. the bounce. So Altuve went to tag up, and they threw his second as if he didn't catch it. You know, that's a, that's a rare non-base running error from Altuve. Oh, no. I guess Altuve's oh, out he, at second. Yeah, he let it drop so that they could get... Sneaky. Uh, yeah, they, he did it on purpose, so they let the runner stay at first. Yep. Interesting. Uh, AJ is a sellout tour. Okay. Yeah, I okay, this, this kind of came up because, you know, there have been some discussions on... Someone there's a hit, maybe buying Sports Map Elite, and it's like, oh, so you're going to be a sellout before you even launch it? And it's like, so anybody who sells a company or gets a better job as a sellout, apparently. Okay, I'm, I just I, I just need that clarified for me too, along with the whole Tebow thing. I'm all right being a sellout if that's the case. Yeah, I'm not that worried about it. So, uh, Sports and Quitting Tour from Hockley Dan. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Okay, so runner on. Uh, Second. second. Bregman had an RBI double. Okay. So it's now 6-3 Astros in the seventh. So. All right. Um, so we also have to do... Uh, I want to talk about basketball. I want to get your opinion on... And, man, I really wish I'd bet both those games. Because they both would have covered. Yeah. Um, I, I, just, I don't want to start doing it now when I haven't played it all year. By the way, the hockey unders are money right now in the playoffs. That's uh, the two we talked about yesterday. Uh, you could almost just blind play unders right now because they've really ratcheted up the defense. So I don't have any specific plays, but I'm, I'm definitely going to do a couple of them tonight. Ah, the Heyman Bleep Houston tour from Justin. All right. Kind of like that. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, we haven't talked much about Jeff Driscoll. Becoming your latest Texan today. Well, we, we I guess we briefly mentioned it, but yeah, he's um, Ryan Finley 2.0 as far as I can tell. I don't know what the improvement is. Um, it's just a fourth arm for camp, right? I guess so. Because you know Watson's not going to be there. I mean, you know. I mean, I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he's going to be there. I, I still don't know what's going to happen if he... If he shows up. So, Grim said he got Warriors at plus six last night. So, yay. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the number. And uh, now the Warriors will have to uh, uh, win another game to get in the playoffs. They will. 
You heard it here first. Boy, the Grizzlies, I mean, it looked like it was going to be uh, like 90 to 4 yesterday. The Spurs just came out dead. And somehow they came it was I think they were up by like 26 or something like they came back the Spurs came back and took a lead. And then they covered. That's the remarkable thing. Like the Spurs yeah. covered four and a half. So pretty uh pretty wild considering they were getting their pants pulled down to come all the way back and and actually get the cover. So uh another reason why betting the NBA for the birds. Yeah. Um yeah. Because you, you were right. You would have felt real good. You were right, and then you weren't. Grizzlies minus four and a half ticket until the bitter, bitter end. Uh, and NASA nerd wants to know if his blues have a chance. Avs seem to be having their way on offense. Uh, I think the the blues have too many injury problems, and the the Avs are scary good. So I mean, there's always a chance. You know, if your goalie gets hot, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not liking. I mean, AJ's hit it and quit it. Tour. He's been here 11 years. How is that? Yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> I've been committed. Yeah, I, that's not a that's not a hit it. I mean, it rhymes. Yeah. That's good. But I've made sweet love to this place. I was married to this place for a long time. Guys, a visual I don't need. That's that that that's like the Deshaun Airhump visual. I don't need it. Yeah, you do. Stop. Just stop, please. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll get into the basketball a little bit. And uh, we'll get an update on how our golf guys are doing since we're a golf show now. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was just yesterday. How could you forget about it? I, f- I mean, I forgot to, uh, to check in on it. All right, well... Quick break, please don't go anywhere. It is the Blitz on ESPN 975 97.5. ESPN 97.5.